0: Right from the top of the page, the Mishnet said, yesterday we saw several things, that certain women are not believed to testify about other women. Five or seven cases, depending how you count them. And uh, two of the cases were a co-wife. A co-wife is not believed to say that the husband uh, died to allow the other co- wife to get remarried because we're afraid that she's just meaning it to hurt her and that she would ruin her by getting uh, ma- remarried even though uh, the husband the husband was not dead. So <clears throat> Mishnah said that if one of these are said he's dead one said he's not dead, okay, the one who said he's dead, uh, the one who said that he's dead can get remarried. The one who said he's not dead cannot get remarried. But it turns out, as we'll see, that's only one sheeta. Ramayor says that if they disagree, they uh they if they contradict one another, then we don't accept either one's testimony and the ladies are not to, to get to remarried. So it said if he says he didn't, if the if number one there were two wives, uh Ruben had two wives, number one and number two. Number one said that he died, number two said he didn't die, so number two can't get remarried. So there's like more a time at the lo lombase, because two said he didn't die, number two said he died, then she's not to get married. Hoy if she was quiet, mash but she could get married. In other words, if number one said, that Their joint husband, they shared a husband. If the number one said that he died, um, uh, th- th- that he died, so she can certainly get remarried because a woman, the rab- rabbis believed a woman to say that her husband died because she's going to check it out and she doesn't want to ruin herself, she's allowed to get married. But the other one is not. But it's Mashal Mishnah, only if the uh, number two said no, he didn't die. Time lo Dom or Lomais, if she was quiet, you know, she could get married. Number two, get married. Number one cannot testify about number two, because we assume that they do not like one another. Uh, If if they have co-wives, there's a special reason. They're sharing a husband. So they have less time alone, less intimate time. Each one has less intimate time with their husband because of the other one. So naturally, they don't like one another. Uh, And we've said that they can't testify. So why does number two have to contradict? Even if number two didn't contradict her, uh, she still wouldn't be allowed to get married based on testimony of number one. So, like, Morris is low mace, it's No, no, you're right. Number two can't get remarried based on the testimony of number one, anyway. But the point is, the Kiddush is where number two said he didn't die. Low mace, even if she didn't die, still number one can get remarried. Sachem, I may think, how my, is the truth is, maybe he's dead. But how to come realize, not only the Kiddush is dead, Chidosh, even if she said low mace, you might think that they can both get married. But what do you mean? Number two just said he didn't die. How can she get remarried? you might think that the reason why she's saying not, that he didn't die is just to hurt number one. Number one says, listen, my husband's dead. Well, it's the same husband, right? Number two says, no, he didn't die. Maybe you're thinking, you know why she said he didn't die? Maybe he really is dead. But the reason he didn't die is not to let, number one, get remarried. Number, number one comes along and says, my husband's dead, I want to get remarried. No, you can't get remarried. She's jealous, she doesn't want to see her get remarried. So she says, she says no, he didn't die. Truth is, maybe he died. But she just wants to hurt the other one and not allow her to get remarried. That's what you might think. I might think, come he's really dead. cool 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 the that she just wants to hurt her, wants to ruin her and say, look, no, you can't get remarried. But Thomas Nap she implished him. And you know, too bad. You know, uh, I it, like I'm gonna suffer also. I can't get remarried, and you can't get remarried. Kamash Malanda, we don't say that. And we say, no, that even if she says low mace the first one could get remarried. If number one says he's dead, number two says he's, he's not dead, we still allow number one to get remarried. Rashi says, you might think, yeah, number, two. number two cannot get remarried. Not get remarried. We don't know where the guy is. If the guy's here, let's just go look for him, right? Is he home now? Let's call his cell phone and see if he answers, right? doesn't work though. We're talking about where he's not around. We don't know if he's dead or not. They come home and they report that, that we were overseas in Afghanistan. And, uh, well, that's a war zone. Then nobody's believed, right? But uh, let's say it so wasn't. He one that he's dead. Yeah. And the other one says he's not dead. Well, someone is lying. That's right. That's right. But number one could get remarried based on her own testimony. My husband's dead. We believe her. What, what about number two? Number, number two? Says, number two says he's not dead, so she can't get remarried. You might think, you know what? She, she's probably dead. He's just saying not dead just to hurt number one, so she can't get remarried. Now, come on, we don't say that. And number one can get remarried. And number two cannot, even if Why? number two doesn't know anything. Number two says nothing. That's also the case. You can't get remarried. Number one might say he's dead, just so that number two should commit adultery unknowingly, right? So we don't. Number one, that's what we learned. That a mother-in-law or a sister-in-law cannot testify about you because that we because there's an inherent uh, feeling of uh, of animosity between yeah. them. Mother-in-law always says, oh, look, I worked hard. I raised a kid, put him through medical school, and she's going to get all the benefits, this daughter-in-law. She's going to get the menorah after I'm gone. (laughs) She's going to get everything. So she's naturally, uh, naturally, there's some animosity there. Of course, Sadiqim shouldn't be that way, but there can be that. So we don't trust them to say those things. Yeah. Why not say, the one that's shtika, why not say shtika Kahador, that one says my husband's dead, and the other one doesn't say yeah. anything. So say, co- right, right. That's, that's not, schtika the, right. kodaw is in money matters. If it's a, if there's a between two litigants and the guy says, you owe me money. And the other one says, no, whatever. Then, then we have a concept of schtika but not when it comes to our eyes, not when it comes to uh, uh, married. And also, uh, you know, what does that mean? Schtika It's just, we still, you know, even if she admits that yes, you're probably right, he's dead, you still can't get married based on that. She doesn't know it. In other words, number what are you saying, Even if you would say that Shtikakota works by a rise, right? So what does number two say? Number two doesn't say anything. So she's motivated that number one is right. Yeah, but she can't get test- she can't get married based on the testimony of number one because she's her co-wife, and co-wives aren't believed to testify about one another. All right, so the Gamar then said, the Gemara says now, achameras, uh, if one said that he died and one said he was killed. So Rameyr says, since they're contradicting one another, we don't accept either one's testimony. Since the Gemara of why don't Rachel, we vary in the ratio? The ratio we just said that if uh, number one says he died, number two says he didn't die, so number one can get remarried. She said he died, and we believe she's believed. For we the rabbis believed the woman to testify her husband. Why didn't the Rabbi Mayer say also? No, one said he died, one said he didn't die. Contradictory. You know, you don't accept either one. You don't allow him to get married. When there's a when there's a disagreement about that, when there's two eight or more of contradict one another, we don't accept the testimony and she cannot get remarried, the to mayor. Rabbi Rab Shimon says she could get remarried because we accept the testimony of the first one. Rabi Rab Shimon says that. Rabbi Yochan Amar, in other words, Rabbi Rub Shimon who say, in the case where uh, where one said, number one said he died naturally, number two said he was killed. So Remeyer says, well, since they both agree that he's dead, uh, uh, sin- uh, says that you don't accept them, they're contradicting one another, and therefore they, get re- they cannot get remarried. And Remeyer would say the same thing in the first case. If one said he died, one said he didn't die, she can't get, nobody can get remarried. Rabinovishman say no, since uh, in, in the second case where one said he died, one said he was killed, since they're both motivated that he's dead, they can, they can both get remarried. They can both get remarried. In the first case, the first case where number one said he got married, he's dead. Number two said he's not dead, so we accept the testimony of number one, and number one can, can get remarried. So the Even Mayor. In the first case, where number one said he died, the rabbis accept the first testimony, he's dead. the When she said, and the second one said no, he didn't die, that's not considered kosher. When it comes to this kind of a love maze uh, like believed the first one. If the first rabbis believe the first one said he's dead, he's dead, and that's it. The second one comes along, okay, she, the, the tzara anyway can't get married based on testimony of number one, but even when the tzara says he's not dead, we don't consider that a, uh, that's not contradictory, we accept the first one, but we're going to see as a kash on this. Tanan, the end of the mission said, if two witnesses, one witness says he's dead, one witness says not, or Or a woman said he's dead, woman said he didn't die, and this could even be any woman, even the tzara. How raise the laws she can get married? So Michelin, the Rablaz rem- 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 or Stomach Rameyor, rem- according to Rablaz, who said, Rameyr says when there's contradictory ones they cannot get married. So that part of the mission will go like Ramey. Rem- El rem- <told> and Kasha, yeah. according to, to, to Byokranan, b- yul- who will that go like? Because according to Byokunan, even rem- r- b- is mod that if one comes along, number one says he's dead. We accept her testimony, even if number two said he's not dead. So why in the mission the end of the mission to say if one says he's dead and one says he's not dead, that she can't get remarried. Elamai Sakasha on Rabbi Yochanan's Pshat, and presumably the best professor Rabbi Lazar, who says that Rameer would argue in the first case, and, and he would say in the first case, where number one said he's dead, number two said he's not dead, that Rameer would say, No, you don't accept any testimony because there's contradictory testimony. The Mishnah, first part of the mission is going like a of Shimon, and the last part of the mission is going like Rameer. If one says he's dead and one says he's not dead, nobody can get remarried. So, according to Mary, you can't get remarried. According to Rabbi of Shimon, we do accept the testimony of the first one. So, <clears throat> right, um, that you accept the, the first, the rabbis accept the testimony of the first one. Says the Mishnah. A woman went with her husband overseas and she comes back and she reports that he's dead. He died. She can get married. But she's entitled to what about the tsara? What about her co-wife? Her co-wife doesn't know what's going on, right? The woman went over, Reuben was married to number one and number two. He went with number one overseas. Number one comes home and says he's dead. So she can get her tsuba and she can get remarried. What about number two, who's been home all alone, all, all alone at home? The wife, number two, she can't get married based on the testimony of her tsara. But tsara sa Not only that, let's say, the husband who died was a coin, supposedly, who died, and she's a Basis Talk about Truma, says she could even eat Truma as if he's still alive. In other words, we don't accept her testimony. We accept the testimony for number one alone, but for number two, no, she's totally married. And you could even eat Truma. If he's dead, you can't eat Truma anymore. She's a Basis married to a coin, but if the coin's dead and there's no children, assuming, assumedly, she can't eat Truma. Reb Tarvin says you could eat Truma. We don't accept her testimony at all as far as number two goes. Rabbi Kiva says, the that ain't that's not a way to take out a Beirut. In other words, yeah, she can't get, re- number two can't get remarried based on testimony number because we're afraid maybe she's trying to ruin her, you know, that he's not really dead. But you're not going to give her truma to eat as if he's alive, maybe he is dead. So Rabbi says, you don't do that. I should say, not say, So therefore we say, yeah, she can't get married, number two, but she also can't get eat e- truma as if he's alive. That's as far as a co-wife, <laughs> cannot. In other words, number one could get remarried. We said number one could get married and she could get her ksuba. Number two, cannot get remarried. And not only does she not get her ksuba, but she could even eat truma, according to the She's so not going to give her truma. Maybe he is dead. Maybe the coin's dead, so you're not going to give her truma. That's what, that's That's by a co-wife. In other words, where the issue is, number one comes home and says that the husband's dead. And the issue is what can the co-wife do? What can number two do? So everybody agrees number two cannot get remarried, right? It's Rasurah. But the question is, can she even eat Truma? Tarfan says yes, as if he's alive. We don't accept the testimony of number one, is no is not valid for number two, no matter what. And she can even a truma, as if the man's alive, even though number one is getting, getting remarried based on that testimony. But that's how it is. It's what we call Pagina Dibura. As far as she's concerned, we 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 accept her testimony because. It's when the rabbis were making of uh, what a woman testified about her husband, but not about testifying about her co-wife, even though we're talking about the same case, is he dead or not? Doesn't sound fair. So the answer is we're saying, hey, we have to accept the testimony about her husband, but maybe she's just lying to ruin the other one. That's how far people can go. Let's say the issue is not the co-wife. The issue is a different one. bali Her father-in-law died. Yeah. The, the the co-wife, she can stay in the house. She gets to live in that in, in her yeah, husband's yeah, house. Yeah, 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 yeah. As if, as if the man's still alive. Yeah, yeah. As if the man's still alive. Correct, He's correct, correct, food. correct. But she can't eat truma corn, trubacepa. And we'll see who the stock is like. Let's say she says, let's say the wife comes home. Number one comes home. There was no co-wife. Now we're talking about she came home. She said her husband's dead. Fine, husband's dead. She can get remarried. And then she says her father-in-law died too. Now, who's she testifying about when she says her father-in-law is dead? Her mother-in-law can the mother-in-law get remarried? The one who says she's dead, her husband's dead, she can get remarried. The chamosa sura, even though she says her father-in-law is dead, and technically, once her husband's dead, it's not her mother-in-law anymore, right? Because she's not married to him; it's her former mother-in-law. So she's testing about her mother-in-law. mother law was one of the five cases we said in yesterday's mission is not believed to testify about a daughter-in-law and vice versa. So the Chamosah Asura, and the Chamosah Basura, Kohen, same thing. Let's say the mother-in-law was married to a Kohen, and, you, and she, this woman testified, the daughter-in-law testified that her father-in-law is dead. She could still be true with the mother-in-law because we don't believe, we don't believe. The uh, daughter-in-law, as far as the mother-in-law is concerned, that doesn't take her out of Vera. Actually, she get married, she can't eat truma either. In other words, we definitely don't accept testimony about a sister-in-law, about a, a co-wife, or about a mother-in-law. But the issue is the truma. Reb says, if you if you don't, if she's not believed at all. She can even eat truma if the husband was a co-wife as if he's alive. <coughs> Makiba says no. Why do you have to tell me both cases? <coughs> in both these cases; these are cases about a woman who's not believed to testify about this other woman. She's not believed to testify about a co-wife. She's not believed to testify about a mother-in-law. Why do you in both cases it? Tell me the first case with the co-wife. But well, how come Rabbah there Tarfin says that what that she's not believed at all about the co-wife, and the co-wife could even continue eating truma. We assume that Gufa. It's more painful. Who does a woman hate more? her mother-in-law or her co-wife. Her co-wife is 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 affecting her intimacy with her husband because the co-wife is taking taking up part of the time that she could be intimate with her husband. how does a mother-in-law hurt a woman? Usually with words. <laughs> you know, it's usually with words, you know, putting her down. the maybe it's they look it's it's more likely that it's the truth that her father-in-law did die and she shouldn't eat truma. So maybe Be it the second case Maybe the Arab Akiva says that she can that she cannot eat truma, the mother-law cannot eat truma, it's not as bad Maybe in the case with with um the sister with the co-wife, where she's more likely to lie about the co-wife because that's really affecting her marriage, and maybe she's lying, and therefore the other number two should be able to eat truma, maybe mother, Therefore, we tell me the machalok is in both cases. The halach is like the tarfa, that the number one is not believed about number two or about her mother-in-law, even as far as the truma goes. We totally don't believe her. As far as, as, far as number two is concerned, the husband's still alive and she can eat truma. I'm mitanina. We see that by us also. Nitli on the days we're going to see a mission like this. Woman went overseas with a hazaka that she had no children. And that if her husband dies, what was going to happen? She was going to fall yibam to her husband's brother. And then she says, I was given a son. God granted us a son while we were overseas. We went overseas for a few years and I, and I had a baby, Dinasayam. Right? Um, and then she says, though, She says, her husband, her child, though, died and then her husband died. And then she's believed. Why is she believed? Because she hasn't changed the presumption. The chazaka was she went overseas with no children. So the assumption was there: if her husband dies, what would happen? She would fall yibam. Now she comes back and she says her husband did indeed die, but in between she had a baby, had a son. It could be a boy or a girl in this case, because it's children. She had a child, but the child died before the husband. Before the husband, so in that case she falls yibam anyway. So she's believed because she could have said Pesha also peshiter, the mouth that said that there's no yibam because she had a baby also says that the baby died before her husband died. Therefore, there's no yibam. She's believed. Let's say, let's say she says, first my husband died, then, then my son died, which means that she there was no Yibam, Because when her husband died, she had a child. There's no Yibim. So maybe she's just trying to get out of the Yibam. She's going against the Chazaka. When they went overseas, the assumption was that if her husband died, she would fall Yibam. Now she says, no, 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 she had a son. Where's the son? He died. So isn't there Yibim? No, no, no. He died after her husband. So there's no Yibim. Then she's not believed. But there, but maybe she is telling the truth. In other words, maybe she's just trying to get out of Yibam. She doesn't like the brother-in-law. And therefore, she's trying to get out of Yibam. She says, oh, your husband died. You have to go to Yibam. No, no, no. I had a son, and then my husband died, and then the baby died. So there's no Yibum. Maybe she's trying to get out of it. So we say, we're not sure. Maybe she is telling the truth. Maybe indeed there was. So you do Yibam. You do Chalitza, right? You tell the, the brother-in-law to do Chalitza, because maybe she's telling the truth. And she's not supposed to have Yibam. Maybe there was a son who survived the father and then he died. So you do Chalitza. So it says over there, you believe her, her words you're concerned about. So as far as she's concerned, do Chalitza. But you you believe her, but you don't believe Hurt Sarah as far as she's concerned. You don't believe it's Sarah in this case we're here too. Number one says that the husband's dead. As far as the two is num- concerned, we don't believe number one at all. And not only can number two, you say, stay in the house and and uh, you know be mar- consider herself married, she can't get remarried because the assumption is her husband's alive. Now yet she can even eat up. So it's a strange thing, right? Number one could get remarried. Is the guy dead or not dead, right? Does Besdan accept it? You wouldn't you wouldn't say this logically, you say. If Bezum accepts that he's dead, so number two can get married to No, maybe he's not really dead. We don't know. We don't know. There's no body here. There's no death certificate. There's no ADEM. It was just the testimony of this woman. Maybe she's trying to hurt her. She hates the sister in law so much that she says that he's dead, so that number, number two, she, so she's the sister, not the sister in law, the co wife. So the co wife gets remarried and then it's found out to be an adulteress. Maybe that's her intention. So we don't know. It. We don't believe her at all as far as that's concerned. Now, the mission here, had talked about Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Tarfran saying, Tarfan says she can't even eat Truma. Rabbi Akiva says, well, that's not a way to do it. We don't know. Yes, we wouldn't allow her to get remarried, but you're going to let her eat Truma. Maybe the husband says she's dead and he's a coin. I can let her dead. So we're going to have other case, another case here now, other cases where, uh, where we say Rabbi Akiva disagree about how far do you go. And Rabbi Akiva says, no, you're not going to go back. You know, we have, we have to be more careful and don't let her eat the Truma. So here a similar case, but totally unrelated to our issue. A man who's Mekadosh got engaged to one of five women, and there were eight of them and everything. He knows he married one of the five, but they all look alike. He didn't marry her, gave kedushin, right? Kedushin. And any of day is a Kiddish, he doesn't know who he got engaged to. You yeah, know, it happens a lot when they they didn't go out on dates. You know, there was a shirach, whatever. He got engaged and uh, you know, whatever. There was Adam, etc. He gave her a ring or him, officially. Now he doesn't know which one they're each claiming it was her. Each one is uh, who's lying. We don't know. We don't know. Maybe they're all confused. Maybe they're all children and didn't know what was going on. But anyway, he knows he got married to one of five women or got engaged. Any of the days of Kiddush, what should he do? It, well, one option is marry all of them. If they're not related. He can marry all of them, but if he doesn't want to marry all right. He can go ahead and marry all of them. He can marry five wives in a told right? So he doesn't know when. Obviously, everyone says he married me, because women wanted to be married. But what can he do? The Adam aren't here. If the Adam were here, we'd ask the Adam, which one was it? The Adam could identify her. Obviously, we're speaking about there was eight. They know there was Adam. He know he got married to Adam. The Adam are gone. They're dead, and 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 he knows he married one of them, but he doesn't know which one. And each one is claiming it was me. So marry all of them? Well, marry all of them? If you don't you don't want to have five wives? <laughs> you know, house isn't big enough. So he doesn't want to. So, what's his option? What's his option? He doesn't want to marry all five. Divorce, so, give them all a divorce. Very good. No saying get, gives a get to each and every one. What about the ksuba? Who does he give the ksuba to? <speaking in Hebrew> he says, Listen, the 200 bucks, it's down. You guys work it out. You guys fight it out. That's what Rabtakhan says. Rabbi Kiva says, That's not, that doesn't fulfill your obligation. That's not the way you're still going to, you want to get out of a transaction. Like he said, I'm an you're going to let the lady eat. Truman, maybe the guy, maybe your husband is dead. You know, Tzirall says that it doesn't absolve you of your responsibility. You have to give. You have. To, you're giving two hundred. You're telling him to go fight it out. the, the, the real wife isn't getting. Isn't going to get. You know, the odds are the real wife is not going to get the whole two hundred. Right? Actually, he did get a Kiva says you got to pay each one. Got to give give them all a get and give them all the whole amount. That's a, that's what Rebbe Kiva says. It's a case of kiddush where you got engaged. Notice we're going to talk about that. Similar case. The man says, I know I stole money. I stole $1,000 from somebody. I'm not sure which one of you I stole it from. Everybody says, you stole it from me. He knows he admits it. He admits that he stole He doesn't know which one. So what does he do? He leaves $1,000 on the table and says, you guys work it out. So the says the same thing. That doesn't absolve you responsibility. You stole $1,000 from one individual. You don't know which one. It's your fault. Who asked you to steal? And who asked if you stole not to know who you stole from, right? That doesn't absolve you, but read what you do actually shall be That's why you got to pay each and every one. Now the Gemara says, okay, wait a minute. The Mishra said Kiddush, two cases. Kiddush, he was Makadash Tanisha, one of five, he doesn't know which one, and stole. Kiddush, Tani, Ball, doesn't say he would deal with one. He says, yes, Kiddush, maybe he gave her a ring, right? But he didn't say Ball. He didn't say it was Ball. Sounds like yeah, if, you, if you actually had beer with one of them, that gives you more responsibility. You know, you've already had to deal with her. You better make sure that you pay each one of them off properly. Loktani. Also, Guzloqtani, Learn, says, if you stole, if you stole, you have responsibility. You have responsibility. You stole from somebody. Make sure you pay him off. Says Rambam. What about if he only purchased from one of them? There were five stores there. He went to Kikata the Vidken, he bought a cell phone. There's a hundred stores there. They're all look alike, right? The your cell phone, and he bought from one of them, and. He didn't, uh, the credit card didn't work. He owes one of them $1,000. He doesn't know which one. Now, he didn't do a terrible thing. He didn't steal. He just doesn't know which store he went into. Right? So what did he do? So what did he do? So what did who talks <laughs> about Kiddush and Gozal, does not go like the Tanakhama or like the Tanakhama. What's the machlok? the It's not like this. This machlok is being a and or a Bekiva. Or whether you can just put the money down and tell the girls to work it out, or <clears throat> the Nexalim, the people who were supposedly were stolen from work it out. Or it says work it out, but this is you got to pay each one. It was only question of Kiddish. Then you know he doesn't know which one is Leave the tornadoes there and let them fight it out. If he went as far, knows even our kiva's motor trip tire that if he just gave him a ring, and I have a lead with a ring and with a star, he's also going to just work it out. But if he had beer with one of them, that's the machlokas If he had beer, Reb says, Just leave the money there. Rakiva says, You got to pay each and every one. Okay, so Reb Shem says, not like our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says, Kiddush. And Reb uh says, no, only if he had beer with one of them there, is a the machlokas. What about the case of where he owed them the money for stealing? Again, if he bought something, went into a store and bought a cell phone, doesn't know which store he bought it from. There's no didn't. he's not such a bad guy. He went into the store and he doesn't know which one. They didn't give him a receipt with the name on it of the store. So he doesn't know which one. It's not his fault. So just leave the money there, even if to keep his motive in that case. So if he stole, he's a bad boy. He stole money. Now you got to make sure you pay, him. You pay everybody up back. El Shagazomish. Sham Rabtar from Ratarf says, Many examine must just leave the money there and leave. Rabakiva Mr. Shamsh, you gotta pay each and every one. There's the machlokus by stealing. So according to Rabshim al where's the machlokus between Rabakiv and Rabatar from? Whether if if he was if he had Bia with her, with with, with the girls, or if he stole. Now, Armishus said the cases whereas we had kiddush just uh had Kiddush with them and stole. Now Middlecom Rashim the kiddush velakach lo pligi, since Rabbi Shmuel says there's no machlokas by kiddush and lakach, just being kiddush and buying something, there's no machlokas. Eh? mach-lokas the Tanakhama, Tanakama who argues with Shmuel Azra, the pligi. They argue by kiddush velakach, but our doesn't say kiddush velakach. Our just talks about kiddush and gazal. So money, who does our go like? E Tanakama listening kiddush velakach. If it goes like the Tanakama, say the machlokas is by kiddush velakach. Kiddush for then it's not, not kiddush by gazal. Kiddush for the two cases were ones with kiddush and ones lakach. Shimon Lazar listening, Baal say Baal Why talk about why talk about uh um uh Kiddish Talk about Baal Beguzzle. Haramish doesn't go like either one of these, is, right? Because according to the Shimon is by Baal Beguzzle, and according to the Tanakam of the says, where even by Kiddish and Lokach. This is the Olam Shimon Really, I'm gonna Shimon Lazar. my Kiddish Kiddish Babia. He was Makadasher with Bia. Now, that's also not. We learn Aishanikas bekesv shtar b'biya, but the rabbis bad people from even kashbiya. It's considered considered disrespectful sexual misconduct to to have to be a kaddish uh, nisha with Bia, You know, harayt mukadeshus le with biya. You know, that doesn't. That's not. That's improper. So lo m'shemulaz when it's when a mish says kiddush means kiddush b'biya, right? My kiddush kiddush b'biya. A mish goes like m'shemulaz that if the the where does Rebbe Kiva argue with with with, with the uh, with Reb uh, Tarfon? In the second case of gazal, according to Bshemal Lazar, not in the case of lakach, and in the first case, it's with bia. And Mish says kiddush means kiddush for bia. Uh, and there, so, why do I need both cases? Tell the kiddush for bia, the afagav, the sir rabbanan of it. All he did was kiddush bia. It's only a sir and still, Kana, still, he gave a knas. And he said, you know what? You got. You're not sure which woman you have to pay. You have to pay all of them. Says rabbi Don't just pay one of. Them. Don't just leave the money there and tell them to fight it out. But you have to pay all of them. And Tana gazal. In the second case where he stole money from some from one of five people, doesn't know which one, that even though it's this or, the, I this or the rice, even though it's in this rice steal the rice, the is in this the rice uh, um uh, and he didn't in this the rice of it, low currency didn't consent. so of the of a is in the second case, even though he stole from one of five people. You know, if a person is a regular Ghana steals from everybody, there's no way to do chuba. You don't know who you stole from. So they say gift stuck do public works and things like that, but it's not a it's not a proper. It's not a proper chuba right? But if you know you stole from one or five people, you don't know which one. So make it up to all of them, says Rebekah. Tarfan says, even in a case like that, where you did exile, you only have to do, your obligation is minimal. Just leave the money that you stole, leave it there and tell them to fight it out because they're also, but most of those are liars too, right? Four out of five guys are liars. But yeah, but you. But Rebekah says you still, if you just leave one $1,000 for all of them, uh, the, the real, the real nigsaw, the real person who was stolen from, is not going to get all his money. So you're not doing a proper chuba That's between M'kiva and Reptachim. Back to our issue of a woman going overseas with her husband. They had a child. They took the child with them. So what's the presumption that if the husband dies, does she fall yivam or not? No, because she has a child. Okay. she comes and says, "Meis bali meis bani." My husband died, and then my son died. That's what she says. Does that change the situation? No, because the assumption was that she wasn't going to have Yibam because she had a son, and and the son survived the husband, no problem. No matter, she's believed, and she can get married Lashuk now because there's no Yibam. Let's say, now she just knows her son died, and then her husband died so that she falls Yibam. So do we believe her? Maybe she just has her eyes on her brother-in-law, and she she wants to get married to him. Maybe that's the case, right? Maybe that's the case. So mace, mace bali, a mace bali, ain't in a menace, right? So in that case, she says, she says mace bani vachach mace bali. So she would follow yibum now, right? She, she went out with an presumption that she's not going to have Yebum because she has a child. But she said the child died and then the husband dies So there's yebum there. And she's not believed because maybe she's, maybe she's lying. Maybe she just likes her brother-in-law. But maybe she's telling the truth, right? Maybe she likes her brother-in-law. So you don't let her get married because maybe she's lying. Maybe she just likes. She fell in love with the brother-in-law. But still, maybe she is telling the truth, and she needs even more chalitza. So we give her chalitza. That's right. But we don't believe You believe her, correct? You believe her in a case where it's simply a simple case where there's no yavam involved. But when there's a yavam involved, when there's a bravo involved, has, if if there's no case of yavam, her husband's, let's say, an only son, whatever, then you believe her. Because the Ishadai Kavinsva, but here there's a there's another factor. There's a Yavam involved, we're afraid maybe maybe she wants she fell in love with the Yavam, so she had a son. We said there's no Yavam there. She had a son. Oh, she just the son died, and then the father, because maybe she has her eyes on her brother-in-law. So we don't believe her, but maybe she is telling the truth, and the husband died after the son died. And Therefore, you make it a new Khalitz, let's as long as you We 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 force them to do and not give them because because maybe she's lying. Maybe she's lying, and maybe the son survived the father. Okay. Let's say Nitali Ben Binasam. Let's say she went overseas and there were no children. She she went overseas just her and her husband. She had no children. And she says, Nitni ben binasiyam. We mentioned this case of Maralif, right? God gave her a son while she was in office. The truth is. It's a son for the father. The main thing is the father's son, right? But they're married. So it was their child. They had a joint child. But Umar, she says, now, so when she went overseas, the assumption was, the presumption was that if her husband would die, there would be even, there was no children. But she says, I had a child while well, we were overseas. But Umar, she said, but but her son died before the husband, because she didn't change the presumption. The Chazaka was that she was going to have Yibam. Now there's also even. She said, she went overseas, there were no children. But she had a child, but he died right away. And then her husband died. Okay, there's even Didn't change the chazakka. Let's say the other way around. May spell about but she says she had a son overseas. We don't know about it, but she says she had a son. She got pregnant, had a son overseas. And the husband died. And then the son died. So she's getting out of Yibam. Now we're afraid maybe she hates the brother-in-law. She went overseas with the assumption what, that she, if her husband would die, she would have to marry her brother-in-law, right, the husband's brother. But she can't stand the guy. So she comes back and she says, her husband's dead. So, oh, you no, 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 no. I had a son and he survived the father. He survived my husband. So we don't believe her because she's changing the presumption. Right? We're worried about what she said. We're concerned maybe she's telling the truth. And therefore, we don't allow her to do yibam. Right? Uh, uh, she says, right? maybe she's just trying to get out of the yibam. And we don't allow her to get married stammed, shook, until she has felitsa. So in both cases, we're concerned. If she changes changes the presumption, changes the chazaka, we don't believe her, but we say you have to have In the first case, maybe she loved the brother-in-law and she wanted to marry him, wrongly. And in the second case, maybe she was trying to get out of marrying the brother-in-law, wrongly. Let's say she says, I got her brother-in-law overseas. How did that happen? Her mother-in-law went with her too She went overseas, she was a young woman, and her in-laws went along with her, too, and uh, there were no other children. Her husband was an only son, and her mother-in-law had a son while they were overseas. Now she comes back 20 years later, and she says, what? Um, my husband died. But She said, I had a brother-in-law while we were overseas, but he's dead. My husband's said he's dead. No problem. She's believed why, because she's not changing the chazaka. The chazaka is that if her husband's dead, she can get remarried, because there was no brother-in-law. Let's say though she had a brother-in-law. Her husband had a brother, and they all went overseas on a family trip, and a long, a long family trip. And she says that what? That they're all dead. She says husband and the brother in law died or not died, right? She's not believed because the assumption was again, she's believed about herself and her that her for herself, she's believed about her husband, but she's not believed about the of them, that the of them's dead because. The assumption was there was a brother-in-law there. You're not believed to say your brother-in-law is dead, right? Maybe you just can't stand him and want to get married. Lashuk Shaena but she's not believed to say her husband, her brother-in-law is dead. She say she married. She's also not believed to say that her sister, who's married to Yanko, is dead. Why? So that she can get married. Remember, a wife, a, a man is if Yanko is married to Rachel and Rachel dies, then he can marry Leah. But otherwise, he can't marry if he divorces her or whatever. So he says, if, if Leah says that her sister, Rachel, is dead, and now she wants to marry your uncle, not a case of even just, you know, marrying a, your wife's sister. If your wife died, not believe. Because maybe she had her eyes on her brother-in-law. The and similarly, a man does not believe. Man's not going to say that his brother's dead. Maybe a man likes his brother's wife. So he says, oh, my brother died. There were no children. My brother died. He wants somebody not believed to do that. A woman is believed to say her husband's dead, but not in the case of a yavam. Below ishto, she and also a man is not believed to say that his wife died in order for him to marry her sister. Now, if you say, is, is he believed to say his wife died for him to marry somebody else? Well, a man could take many wives, That's not a problem. You don't have to say he's dead. You don't have to say his wife's dead. But if he says my wife is dead so that he can marry her sister, that he's not believed. Bar Rav Nachman, get ishto, yavam. The assumption is this, a woman wants to be married, right? She's married to her husband. We assume that she wants to get married. We have another, we have this mostly in the Zekin, that <clears throat> can you make a shliach, a zaka something? Let's say I know that you need money and there's some money in the street. Can I, can I pick it up on your behalf? Yes, because zachon, even though you're not aware of it, you're not here, I'm sorry. But I can't make a chob, I can't make an obligation to something that you don't want. So a woman normally would want to be married right? One, one woman wants to be married. So let's say a man wants to divorce her, and he can divorce her against her will. So <clears throat> uh, so he can't say, listen, uh, he sends her a get, and she accepts it, fine. But let's say she's not here. Can he appoint a shliach on her behalf? You know, a, a, you could send a get with a shliach, that's a shliach l'olacha, and she could also appoint a shliach the Can you appoint a shliach on her behalf? Let's say you want to take an effect right now. Let's say a guy's really good. What happens is this, a man uh, a, a, a man says, I want my wife to be divorced, and you accept the get for her. Can you accept the get for her? We don't we don't allow that normally, because maybe she doesn't want to be. She doesn't want uh, somebody to accept the get in her. if she wants to stay married. Okay, that's the simple case. You can't give her an obligation, something to her detriment that she doesn't want. But let's say a man is dying, and he doesn't want to. His- wife to fall Yibam. He doesn't have no children. He doesn't want, she doesn't want to fall Yibam. He doesn't want her to fall Yibam. So what does he do? He gives her a get before he dies, right? So he wants to give her a get, but she's not here. So he wants to appoint the shliach on, on her behalf, and now maybe it's a good thing because this way she won't have to have Yibam. Normally she wouldn't want to be divorced, but now she will have Yibam. So what do you say there? A person, is mezaka. In other words, he obtains a get for his wife. He, he uh, executes a get for his wife via a, a shlief, by appointing your shliach for kabbalah, your shliach on her behalf. Yes, the Makum Yavim, does a yavam. Is that an advantage for her? If it's an advantage, zachon l'adam of. If it's a disadvantage, you're not makom Even the sonile since she probably, she, since in many cases she doesn't like the brother-in-law. You see, you have different cases. The sister-in-law always hate each other. The mother always hates. The daughter always hates. The co-wife certainly hates one another. But in the case of the yavam, her brother-in-law, we don't know. So since she might hate the guy, it's just for her to get divorced now so she doesn't have to follow Yivim or Chalitza. Maybe sometimes she likes the brother-in-law. So she wants to have Yivim with him. Therefore, Chovula, he doesn't want to get. It's, it's, a, it's a disadvantage for her to have the, to have the get. What do you say? So Rav, Rav Nachman answered, Rava. Tanina, we'll look at our Mishnah. Whether it's whether whether she says that she is falling yivim to her to the oven, because maybe she likes him so she says oh you know uh, she had a son but the son died first that she even. we we don't believe him necessarily but you chalitza in the same case if she said if she wants to get out of the oven by saying that her she had a child and a child died subsequent to the husband, so that there's no Yibam. In both cases, we're concerned about it. We, we, we do Khalid, so we don't do Yibam, but maybe she's tongue-tooth, maybe she's not. We don't know. And therefore, like Rashi explains here also, we're not sure. Therefore, in that case, now if the husband continues to live, so he could still say he stays married to her, but why would a guy do that? A guy do that because he's afraid he's gonna die and the, and she doesn't want he doesn't want her to fall even to her brother. So but we don't know is it an advantage for her or not in that case? If he gives her a guess, so he gave her a guess, give her the get. But over here, where she's not here and he's trying to give it uh, to, to a shliach on her behalf and appointing it on behalf, we don't know is that an obligation, is that a good thing, an advantage or a disadvantage? We're not sure. It could go, go both ways. Therefore, therefore, if he dies now. Did she get a get or not? We don't know, and therefore you do chalitza with the yavam. There's a yavam there. You do chalitza. You do it. If, if it was definitely not a get, you could even do yavam. But maybe don't, Maybe it was a good get. We're not sure. Is it an advantage or not an advantage? And therefore, you do chalitza when he dies. Now, what happens in this case? What happens? If not, not, a, not a brother. Not, not a case of a um, of a, of a uh, brother-in-law yavam. Simple case. You know they're fighting. I said before that a woman usually wants to be married, right? She has get married to her husband today, at least in those days. Today, we don't know, but in a case where they're fighting, what would you say there? Even in the Ketata, since there is strife in the household day, it's an advantage for her. So if he decides to give her a get, she's not here now. Could somebody else accept for it's a schus? Odilma, no, or do you say uh the Gufa? The gear says Odilma, Nefa uh the Gufa. Other flaw, it's still better to be married. She has it's a warm body. She'd rather be married to the guy, even if they're fighting. So we don't know. So Tashma, is says like this, Tashma, let's bring a proof from here. Uh, Rav, Rav, Ravine asked Rav this question. Rav says, Tashma, lakish, tamale mesef, tamale mesef, tamale mesef, it's better to sit. It's better for two people to live together than to be alone. As a woman would rather be married. Even if there's fighting in the household, she'd rather be married. Therefore, it's a disadvantage for her to get a get. If he gives her a get and he hands it to her, or she appointed a shliach and he gave it to her, even against her will. So then she's divorced. Minat she's divorced. said we don't, but but minat she's divorced. But if he didn't, if she, if he didn't give her the get, he appointed somebody else to be a shliach like a bala for her. No, you can't do that. Zochel and sholofar. Here it's she rather be married? A bayomar. Other common sayings that people would rather be married or at least be known that they're married. A bayomar. Shamna, Gavra, even if her husband is as small as an aunt, she puts her chair among the, uh, the, uh, the free people, the fancy people, the Hashemah people. In other words, she liked like to have the title of being Mrs. Not Ms, but Mrs. She'd like to be uh, married. Then Officer Gavra, even if her husband is a flax, uh, a flax uh, beater, in other words, he's got a very low trade, to, uh, Tikri Biseifa Baba, she still is called to the, uh, calls him to the threshold of the gate, but Tosavan sits next to him. In other words, even if her husband's of a lowly station or her husband uh, is a, a small little, uh, you know, squeeny little fellow or whatever, a teeny little guy, and it's embarrassing, she, at least she's, she's a missus, she the rather marry her. The cool Sagava, Rashi says the cool Sagava is, uh, even if there's some sort of a taint in his family, uh, still, Lord Boy tells the her she doesn't even need the cheapest vegetables. She doesn't even need lentils for her pot. She's so happy to be married, even if her husband comes from a tainted family. Tosa says that he's, uh, he sells cabbage. He's like a cabbage. She had even if he's a lowly person, she'd still rather be married. Even though they'd rather be married, but they can't stand their husbands. They just want the title of being married, so they don't want to be divorced. But what they do is they're Mazan, and they say that the child is from their husband, right? That's what happens when people are not are unhappy. So this is a sad state of affairs that, you know, they'd rather be married, but they'd rather at least have a time married Because in those days, if you weren't married, it was a big bouchard, you know, people would take advantage of her. She had no income. You couldn't work in those days. So modern times, women couldn't work, etc. Maybe today it's a little bit different, but still you can't assume that a woman wants to be divorced. Anyway, a woman today has to accept it willingly, so it wouldn't apply today. Hanlach, <laughs> him. Tomorrow, Mitchum will start the last peric in the Masechet and Bezrat Hashem on Thursday. Make a seam. Have a good day, everybody. Good day. Good. Thank you.